0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to a delayed episode of We Watch Shutter. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's with a functioning laptop again, JD. It's with a functioning laptop, JD. That is all of his first name, and he does insist that you use the entire thing, but at the end, apparently, you're okay shortening Jeremiah to JD. You just want yes. the entire First name before that.
1: Well, uh, I mean, it's one thing for something to be your given name, and it's another thing entirely for something to be your chosen name, and I just hope people respect chosen names. If you know what I mean. See how I turned a joke into like... lucid commentary there michelle that was pretty great right
0: i i did see that and i have already (laughs) forgotten what you said your name is so you will just be mr Provor, so that i am still respectful of your first name choice love Uh, it anyway (laughs) if this is your first time tuning in hey hi hello happy to have happy to have you here dear god get out
1: michelle get
0: out hi get out the ghosts (laughs) No don't get out I need soul. you for
1: this podcast I mean oh, okay. I, I like movies but and I can talk about them a lot but nobody wants to just listen to me babble I need I need I need help
0: I mean, some episodes, they do anyway.
1: (laughs) I also need therapy, but that's a whole other story. Anyway. That is.
0: Yes. So, hello. Welcome. Happy to have you here. We are We Watch Shudder. That is Michelle and JD. That's the we of us. However, you, when you watch Shudder, you also become the we. We are all the we of We Watch Shudder. Just
1: the we of us.
0: We oh my god make
1: if we try i don't know where that came from anyway
0: <laughs> this is another late night episode can you tell although we make that excuse a lot of it's the late night so we're good yeah it's but then Friday we also so make the goofy. excuse of
1: oh we i mean we normally record these late at night but we're doing this one in the middle of the day exactly. so it's kind of weird basically if we're recording we an episode be there's weird. A, there, yeah there's a chance it's going to be weird
0: we might just be weird. Well, let's see if we get weird in this one. What is today's episode about JD? I get to ask you the questions today. Today
1: we are watching a shutter original called Brooklyn forty five. Or rather, we're talking about it. I hope we already watched it. Did you watch it, Michelle?
0: I have already watched it. I don't know if the rest of the Wii and we watch Shutter has watched it, but I have and you have, and that is enough to count as a we.
1: Yeah, all you need to have a quorum for an episode uh, in We Watch Shutter uh, is is two. <laughs> it's all you need. You just, and, as God, long as it's the right have, two.
0: <laughs> we don't have a lot of friends, so thank God it's only at least two necessary because everybody keeps avoiding me. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh I also need therapy. Let's go did ahead we, and Did
1: we Did we explain started. to people even what we do like what we do on this podcast, Michelle? Well, we I watch can't remember. Shutter. Yeah. Shutter. I a mean horror it's right there in the name, service. I suppose. Yeah.
0: If you tuned in and you don't know what Shutter is, hey. Hi. Shutter? <laughs> it's <laughs> surprise Netflix for horror movies, yeah. but it doesn't suck and also they don't sponsor us. We have to I do feel this I feel like all the uh, time because it's ridiculous. Right. Sponsor us. Give me f- my $5 movies.
1: <laughs> I feel like uh uh i feel like we've we've explained who we are and what we do at the top of every single episode now for like 109 episodes we can probably stop i don't know <laughs> well i
0: was going to stop and then somebody said do they know what yeah we're doing? i know it's i, I know it's it my anyway. fault michelle i know and i'm not most things are
1: <sighs> yeah, wow I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to call me out like that right here in front of everybody. Jesus. Tell, Welcome you to, to tell J.D. About the movie. Gets
0: Called Out.
1: Tell him about uh, today's today. movie, Michelle. Orders, I'm not trying. questions.
0: I'm <laughs> Hello. Brooklyn 45 was today's choice of movie, and we watched it. It actually came out yesterday, and usually we watch the movie on the day that it drops, and then we drop our episode at midnight Central Standard Time uh, on, I guess, technically it's like 12.01 the following day, but yesterday JD had laptop problems, so we're giving you this a day late. I'm so sorry. If sorry we're We're late. Yeah, I promise we'll bring will... the
1: extra heat on the podcast for the lateness to make up for it.
0: This is so much extra heat. Moi Caliente, as they might say. <laughs> so we're watching yesterday's release today. I hope Wiggle. that's not illegal. I hope that if you subscribe only to hear us review the movie, movie within 24 hours of its release that you will still love us. I need you to love me. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, without further delight and delay, since we already delayed it 24 hours, should we talk about this movie? I think I'm going to start by reading the IMDb description of this nah, movie. Nah, I think we
1: should just call it a night and go to bed. <sighs>
0: Well, you know I'm not I'm going to bed tired. because I'm not Zelda. I'm, I'm very I am not nowhere tired. near. <laughs> I'm nowhere near finishing Tears of the Kingdom, so That's I gotta fair. go do that. I'm so tired, but I will continue playing. Uh, in that case,
1: then yes, yeah. I, I agree. Okay. We should probably tell them about the movie
0: we should Uh, so we're going to read you the tagline we're going to tell you our spoiler free thoughts then we're going to tell you that if you haven't seen it you should go watch it and then we're going to go to the spoiler section that is the structure of our show unless J.B. forgets the structure and then sometimes it is out of order
1: it does happen
0: first off the imdb description because it is nice succinct and does not tell you too much about this movie five military veterans best friends since childhood gather together to support their troubled host and the metaphoric ghosts of their past become all too literal a shudder original jd would you like to hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts of Brooklyn 45? I
1: would love to, Michelle. Uh, I actually, uh, uh, I've now watched this movie twice. Uh, I love this movie. I love a lot of different things about it. Uh, I think it does things uh, and does them in ways that... Like, I, this is a movie that I wish would get a much bigger, uh, like, big push release and be put on a whole lot more people's radars because I think this movie is that good. But also, I understand maybe why it didn't uh, because it, it does things, and this is all going to sound really confusing until we get into the spoiler section, but it does things that a huge blockbuster movie can't do. And a lot of that I mean just by like who is involved in the movie and other things about it, but I love the story here. I think the script itself is awesome. There's great balance between like some really intense uh, dramatic performances and some great acting on display here uh, in between a few different kinds of really sudden and impactful uh, horror moments. I loved this movie. I've watched it twice in two days. This is a Five Skull experience for me. I loved it.
0: Okay, J.D. is giving this movie a five. J.D., would you Mm -hmm. like to hear my spoiler-free thoughts of this movie? I would. I am surprised whenever we agree. I also fucking love this movie for a lot of the things that you, uh, you talked about. I was not positive if I was going five or 4.75. Here's the thing. I had an extra 24 hours to think about it because I still watched the movie yesterday. And I also watched it twice. Yes. um, Since I had the time and I wanted it fresh in my brain. This is one I have a lot of things to talk about with. Mm -hmm. Um... This this movie, if we're judging it on the scale of smaller independent horror, it is definitely a five for me. I was trying to think like, well, how does this compare to like other five movies, which I haven't seen it. But like Avatar, way The Way of Water, like the graphics, like you can't <laughs> compare it to that. So I do want to add the caveat that uh, this has... You know, it's, it's clearly a smaller budget. I right. don't care. I was very, very drawn in. This is going to be the first double five we've had in a long time. In a time while. In a
1: 45. minute. Brooklyn 45. Holy shit. Woo. Double five skull. Uh, guys, this uh, this movie is is, is great. Uh, I, I, for those of you who are super squeamish, you probably still don't want to maybe go back and watch it. There, there aren't... It's not like pervasive uh, gore and violence, but the moments that there are are real heavy, (laughs) real severe. Uh, So be aware of that. Also, I do want to point out uh, just due diligence uh, for anybody going into this. There is uh, some involvement of some racial slurs, uh, some homophobic slurs uh, is particularly from one of the characters in this movie. Uh, I, I feel it's a, uh, and you know, I'm probably the last person who should even be saying this, but I do feel that I understand what they were trying to do with it. It's of course up to everybody individually to determine if they're okay with that or not. Uh, but, uh, uh just, I feel like you should be aware of that. If you're going to go watch the movie, uh, hearing us give it a double five before you, uh, before you do that.
0: I agree, <laughs> all right,
1: so uh I just
0: want to get into it I want to yeah about I know this. I know I did not know that you were gonna give it five. I'm so excited
1: <laughs> I didn't either I like I said I watched it yesterday and to be fair, part of the reason I watched it again is that uh, I really only kind of I wouldn't say half watched it but maybe three quarters watched it and so I caught enough to be like, is this movie really as good as I think it is? Uh, And so then I I gave it another real honest shot, and I'm I'm happy I did. So uh, if you guys uh, (laughs) want to go check this movie out before you come back and hear all the spoilers and listen to us break it down, you are going to want to hit that pause button right about meow. All right, Michelle. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What's the first thing we do in the spoiler section?
0: My favorite thing, which is sum up the movie. Have at it Uh, while you you
1: do that. I'm going to put this microphone down and run to the, the kitchen to get some water because I am dying.
0: <laughs> Perfect. I'll be run, right back. Run. Go fast. Go fast. Uh, okay, so quick summary of the movie. Hang on. If was that you- a fat joke, Michelle? No, it wasn't. I'm assuming that even though you are a larger man, you do have still a speed that is faster than your average. Well, I'm not saying go be uh, Usain Bolt. I'm just saying shuffle a little faster. Yeah, exactly. I move a little faster sometimes.
1: (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? You move a little faster
0: sometimes. I move a little faster sometimes. I am also a chunky... Lady. I oh, get it. I'm
1: just <laughs> giving you a hard time. Is all. Okay, t- uh, I'm going to go I'm get that drink. It. I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, his headphones are off. Now we can talk shit. Anyway, uh, so if you did not go see the movie, um, shame on you. But I mean, maybe you're just tuning in because you like us. And then you weirdos, you're my favorite ones. Um, Okay, so quick summary of this movie. This is about five people who served in the war. uh, And they are getting together back in the 40s in order to support their friend uh, who's wife just died and when they go um they're all talking about being war buddies and uh the one lady whose name i just forgot and we'll tell you in a second Mar- marla yeah marla she uh has brought her husband and they're all given the husband shit. but then the one guy whose uh, wife just died which was hawk yes Hawk. His wife just died. Uh, He says, hey, let's do a seance and bring her back. And then everyone's like, I don't know about this. And then they do the seance. And then uh, the seance ends and they had made contact with her. But then the uh, Hawk guy is just like okay I'm out and then he kills himself and everyone's like what the fuck and then the door is locked and they're like what the fuck and then all of a sudden there's a German woman there and they're like what the fuck and then they all uh, argue for like a long time about whether they should kill her because that's what Hawk would have wanted and then they're going back and forth there's a whole intense torture scene Uh, there's a lot of drama involved in this as you discover who these people are and the moral ambiguity of what is going on in their lives and then there's some supernatural natural shit that happens and then uh the marla's husband grabs the gun and uh he fucking kills the german lady. I mean, he kills the other guy first, but he he kills the german lady and then they're out and everyone's like, "Whoa, why would you do that?" and then it's awkward as fuck and the movie's over.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh I can I got back right as you were talking about uh, about the séance and yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that pretty much uh covers Uh, everything here. Uh, It's, uh, uh, I don't even know where to start talking about this one. I tell you what, you were super excited to talk about it. Why don't you tell them some some thoughts on this movie?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I love when a movie surprises me. Um, and is actually good when I think immediately it's not going to be good and that's kind of how this was there was a lot of expo- uh, exposition and relationship building to the point where every line was deliberate and it was kind of i don't remember what we had which movie it was but there was a shutter movie we had watched where the translations were awful and it was like he is my father and I am his son and as his son I must respect him because he is my father and that's almost what this felt like at points of like driving home constantly like every single line was meant to tell you something else there was no filler line and sometimes i like that sometimes i like uh dialogue that is very pointed but it just felt like oh this is going to be so just like in your face and not like dumb, or it's going to be dumbed down. And then when it started into all this conflict and how all of these people are kind of operating in not black and white, but more in a gray area of coming to terms with what you did during the war and now trying to be a good person afterwards. Um, and then were you a good person back then? There's a lot of this uh, moral debate with them that I did not think was going to happen in this movie at all. And it, it really... I, I mean, I'm operating in the gray area of how to speak about this movie because it left me with a lot of questions and a lot of uh, just questioning in general.
1: Yeah, uh, I think for me, where the greatness of this movie starts is where the greatness of any great movie starts, and that's with the script, right? Like, this is an mm-hmm. incredibly well-written movie. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, a variety of tones. Like, I like. At the beginning part of the movie, like it's definitely, you know, it gets into some spooky bits, but it's, 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 it felt for a little while like this might actually be a lighter sort of movie. Uh, and it definitely is not, like it's, and it shifts through its tone gears, uh, to make a, a car metaphor. Uh, for those of you who don't know, cars are gear shifting. Shut the fuck up, JD. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it uh, it moves through those those tones uh, and and tells its story in a in a great great pace. Um, the acting here is phenomenal. This, look, this is this is a bottle movie, right? Like this the, the entire movie except for a quick moment at the beginning and a quick moment at the end takes place all in one room and the story is told in real time. Uh you know, it's uh it, it, it's uh it's a very immediate movie and every performer in this small cast, uh the five people or the six people involved here uh, give phenomenal moments and they're all given moments to shine. This is what I was talking about uh, in the spoiler section where this movie is able to do things that other movie, like a bigger movie, wouldn't even be allowed to do. Uh, which is, uh, first of all, uh, not a, a dig at anybody who's in this cast because they're all definitely known working actors in a variety of, of, of things. Uh, but there are no stars in this movie right there are there there are no there's no specific movie if there's anything even approaching a lead it's marla is that her name marla Anne Um, ramsey yeah played by Anne ramsey uh but uh these are all but what is also great about it is these are all actors where like every single one of them i was like oh i know that person from somewhere right like oh i know the and they are all this is an incredibly talented ensemble piece, and they all played off each other so well. All of their interactions are so great. Um, and you, like you said, this movie gets into some things in the, the philosophy and, and dramatic element of things uh, that I was not expecting. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in between the moments of horror uh which I, w- I do want to talk about the moments of horror later on uh mm-hmm. because they are some of them pretty fucking great uh but this movie I agree there's way more going on here as a movie that has something to say than I ever expected so uh let's let's talk about that Michelle uh what are like what do you think are some of the the major um uh thematic points? I know you mentioned a lot of stuff about uh, about morality and uh you know uh what we uh what what people did in the war and how they come back home and deal with that. Uh what are some of the the big things that you took from this movie? What do you think it was trying to say?
0: Oh god, you got to put me on the spot. Um, I think it said holy shit. I'm a really great movie. And I hope you like <laughs> that's what I think the movie said. I don't know. I'm I'm so terrible at voicing serious thoughts. I am sure. much more of a goofy person, which, by the way, the movie poster for Brooklyn 45. I expected this to be a hokey ghost movie. Yeah, and then at the yeah. beginning, that dialogue and then the seance was a little cheesy for me. It's not yeah. until Hawk fucking shoots himself in the head. Yes. And then it's just a very heavy, dramatic point right. where the horror is more about real life horror than it is until until they actually bring supernatural elements back in. I was blown away by that switch between the two. So I I did not expect this to be so deep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely expected this to be a a little bit, like I said, a little bit more light and not necessarily in a bad way. I I honestly, I expected there was going to be comedy here. Uh, And ooh, not a lot. It made A couple of little moments early on, but they go away real quick. And I want to talk about that moment uh, where uh, where Hawk shoots himself because you are absolutely right. Holy fuck, does this movie just fall off a goddamn cliff at that point so far as how mm-hmm. heavy it is? Like, it, it was... It almost had like a, a slightly more serious Ghostbusters feel to it in the in the in the seance bits and all of that. Yep. There were a couple of moments. I'm thinking specifically, Hawk's monologue telling them about why they're doing the seance uh, is certainly a little bit more uh, uh, dramatic oriented. Also, there's that exchange uh, between Paul and uh, and Archie. Uh, where uh, Paul uses some pretty disgusting language, uh, and we learn a a certain dynamic between the two of them, but also something for real about who they are. Um, uh, But that, the gunshot, it's so sudden, it's so fast, it's so violent, so well done, that I literally shouted holy shit at my TV the first time I saw it.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I yelled uh, when I saw it, but in my brain, I certainly yelled. That is just, it it shifts. And I, um, okay, so when I say I rewatched it, I started my way through and watched the second half again, mm-hmm. because basically from the point that he shoots himself, like, I just, I really wanted to be confirmed that a lot of the things that i suspected that i had questions about um that all of those are still questions and were going to bump up the rating for me um so i didn't rewatch that specific part again uh on today's recap but i would be curious to see uh, now going back with an analytical mind of how did the music shift how did the cameras shift how was Mm -hmm it how did they establish that different tone because it is very different and i want to go back and just analyze those couple minutes as yeah. like a from an editing perspective of like what did they do because it works so well and i don't think a guy just shooting himself in the head i'm it it could come off as not that surprising in a horror movie this is such a shock to the system that i want to go back and see what they did that caused it to be like that it <sighs> It's so good. And I mean, it might just be a good moment, but I have a feeling that there's a lot of very good editing that really tells you, like, we are in a different territory now, and I can't wait to go back and see that.
1: Yeah, and it's a perfect example also of how this movie, like, this movie does a lot of things because it knows it's going to be a low-budget movie, right? And it can Mm -hmm. draw a whole lot more production value out of a lot of things if it can save some money on some other things. This movie all takes place in one room which allows them in those moments to have great special effects. I thought that the like I I was uh, I I mean I was convinced by the uh by the the gaping wound in the back of Hawk's head, right? Uh there's a little bit less blood than I would have expected, but it was very sudden blood and still took me off guard. Uh just really effective moment and the movie just becomes this 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 kind of balancing act between horrific uh things uh and the heavy drama and of course playing off that idea of what's the real horror you know mm-hmm. uh and, and that whole sort of thing um but uh while i was watching this like i i was i was trying to figure out like what is this movie cuz this movie very obviously has some things it wants to say Right, and I love this script. Uh, after two viewings, like even th- oh, through the second viewing, there was a moment where I was like, "Like, is this movie really trying to tell me that uh, uh, you know sometimes, sometimes in war you gotta do bad shit, right?" Like, is that? But there's is so much more. This, um, uh, this seems to me to be a uh, obviously a very anti-war, uh, anti, I don't want to say anti-military. I I think anti-military industrial complex and the way that, uh, these, these soldiers are like, like the, the way they're trained and the way they're, uh, they're psychologically connected to this idea of their group and, and, you know, doing whatever is necessary to protect them ultimately i think what this movie is saying is war is fucking terrible uh and yes it does people do do awful things i said do do uh, <laughs> uh but and yes some of the people in war who do those awful things are awful people and that's paul right that's hawk but also uh I I do appreciate that it it very much takes the position that there are also some people who do things in war that they never would have done without being in that specific context and we have to reckon with that. Uh we have to like the I'm so I was I for me the most moving scene in the movie in weird ways, is the torture scene. And in particular, Agreed.
0: I really want to talk about that. Yeah. The
1: lead up to it, like, mm-hmm. like Marla is, like, you can tell, like, she has gone out of her way. Like, these guys have all been spending the whole movie, like, how did you, how did you just go to the Pentagon and find a desk? And what they don't understand is that she knows she did horrifying things and she wants to now that she's home get as far the fuck away from it as she can and now they're bringing her back into it uh as 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 severe as the torturous stuff is and you know me with hands and fingers oh my god Mm -hmm. that fucked me up (laughs) but the interaction between marla and hildy as they're sitting down, and we as an audience have already figured out what's about to happen, right? But Hildy doesn't know, and Marla is just horrified about what she's about to do, uh, and she's trying so hard to let her know. She's like, look, I, I really don't want it. I, just, I love that. As so far as a performance, uh, that is my favorite dramatic scene in the entire movie. I love that.
0: I completely agree. Um, Marla and Hildy just and Ramsey in general does such a good she's job of fantastic. portraying the in- internal torture that she is feeling herself as she's inflicting this physical torture on Hildy um, that she is so heartbroken about what she is about to do, but she knows that it will hopefully save them all and let them out of this goddamn room. And the way that Hildy kind of respects what she's doing and, and doesn't seem to like hate Marla for it. You know, there's this connection of like, I don't Mm want to do this and I don't want you to do this to me. Um, But we both know this is how we have to get out of here. I think also oddly, the fact that that moment happens between two women, Um, And that Marla is portrayed as potentially like the one who did the most pain uh, because, you know, one guy wouldn't even kill a person calling the other guy to do it. One guy uh, had burned a lot of children, but but didn't know he was doing it. Marla might have claimed the most lives. I don't know if she killed, but she definitely hurt a lot of people. And the fact that it was a woman doing that and all of that, like men are very you know kind of proud of what they did and she is so begrudgingly acknowledging yes, yes i am very good at this but i am i i felt just a lot of pain for her and I felt so much sympathy for her because up until that point, we have not seen what she's done and it's hard to hear them talk about what she did in the past and connect it to this woman who seems very sweet and friendly and, uh, you know, we don't have that connection until we actually get to see her do it and it makes me wonder how many of those moments she had during the war too of i don't think that you did this but we both have to get out of here and this is how we're going to do it yeah and Um, there's it is there's
1: that beautiful moment in that scene where Anne ramsey just suddenly shifts from marla the person who hates what's about to happen and is trying so hard to to just ensure like look I'm only gonna do what I have to do and I I'm so sorry about this and then immediately becomes Marla the interrogator and it's a powerful shift and it there's no cuts it's not two different things it's it's one take she goes from this just from one person to a completely different person and I I think you're right like I think those four characters the all five of them really I think they all represent different points on a scale right Uh, a a, a moral scale in a lot of ways if you will where and I guess Bob is maybe a, a what we could call a free radical but you have Paul who's the farthest down right Paul is the guy who like I will kill and do whatever and I don't care because I believe I'm right and you're wrong. And it's not even about I did what I had to do. Like He, he has no conscious or moral objection to anything he did in any way. And then you have Hawk uh, who is the guy who uh, he has no moral objection to it yet for some reason he can't do it himself. So he's, he's perfectly okay with sending other people off to do it. Uh, but he can't do it. And then you have Archie, who is the guy who, uh, like, he's willing to go to a certain extent, uh, but also, like, probably... Like, they, they make a very strong argument there that a big part of why he did what he did was uh, that I, like, the sort of... Uh, I don't want to use the word brainwashing, but maybe it's the right word. I don't know, that that whole idea of i had to protect my friends my my buddies my my foxhole mates no matter what he knew there were kids in there man he knew and he still did it and that's a i i think that's a very interesting character uh i i think uh it, it's no small thing whatsoever that there is the the homosexuality element in there i think that adds some real heavy context to that uh in a lot of ways um and then of course you have marla who did the terrible things but more actively recognizes that none of it was good even the stuff that she did that saved lives is probably still not justified uh i i think it's like a a wonderfully balanced script it says a lot of things. I think it's I think it's anti-war. I think it's anti-military industrial complex, but it also wants you to understand that that is a very real point. Uh sometimes people in that situation do things that they never would have done. And you know, there's yeah, it's it's a very interesting portrait of morality on a lot of levels. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that uh, that a lot. Uh, did you also pick oh. up on, and I'm assuming... Oh, go ahead. Do you have something to
0: add there? No, that's okay. I, I just want to... Um, well, okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent based on have what you it. just said. Sorry. Uh, but you mentioned the scale that everybody's kind of on here, and you left Bob off the scale. But I think what makes this such a powerful movie is the fact that Bob would probably be even further than Marla down that scale at the beginning of the film where he's like, war's bad. Guns are bad. All of this is bad. I don't care. Like, this guy's a war criminal. He's awful. I don't care that he's your friend. We said we would never hang out with him again. He is very anti-everything that they are all about. And then at the end, he is the one who oh, yeah. kills two people.
1: Yeah, and that's I why think
0: I- that, yeah.
1: That's why I say Bob is more of a free radical, right? I, I think the yep. other four are fixed points on the scale, and Bob mm-hmm. is the shift. And and yeah. that's uh, something that I love that they did with that character because it's textbook, just like Joe Schmo in the background that you never would expect. And it's um, it, it, I, I like that you bring that up because I think it does tie into the the question I was about to ask you there. Um <laughs> Uh, did you, and I, I, of course you did. It's a device to get into the conversation. Uh, how, did, did you pick up on just the multiple levels about this, how this movie is also just very much about toxic masculinity?
0: Oh, of course I did. Yeah. That's why, because the scene with Marla and Hildy, I'm like, you know, it it might be a little cliche that like the woman appears to be the softest, in this group but i think that's why the fact that she was also the one who was the torture person not even just a killer she inflicted pain uh to people which might be worse than just killing them quickly like torture Mm -hmm. it's torture uh so the fact that they made her character somehow both the softest and also the one who did the most also the scariest
1: yeah Yes, yeah.
0: like it, I picked up on a lot, and everybody else, the one guy's still wearing his uh, uniform, you know, they're all kind of proud about what they did, they're not, and she is completely begrudging to it, and yeah, I absolutely picked up on that, that it's kind of, she was the one off and happened to be. Yeah, well, woman. and what
1: really drove it home for me is there's, again, there's, I, I keep... Ted, uh, and I'm going to butcher your last name, Ted, uh, if you're listening. Of course, maybe you, I don't know, maybe you are some people uh, who uh, make <laughs> these movies. Hey, all I'm saying is people who have made the movies that we've talked about have listened to our show. Uh, but Sometimes, Ted, Gio, right? uh, Gio Hagen, I don't know. Uh, this script, <laughs> there's a moment <laughs> early on when uh, when Marla and Bob get out of the car uh, and Bob says to her, uh, well, what kind of a man would I be if I didn't give you a hand? And uh-huh. she says, well, then you'd be just like all the rest of the men in the world. And then mm-hmm. as they're at leaving, the at the end, he goes to put his arm out to help her, and she bl- brushes it away. She's yep. just like, the whole, re- and, and she talks about that in the mo- when they're talking about uh, how she got injured, and she's like, yeah, I, all these people who swore to be there to help me just all ran for the hills and left me to die, and uh, mm-hmm. which is also an interesting commentary on that whole idea of, well, I had to do what I had to do to save my my, my buddies, right? Well, you didn't give a shit about Marla in the rubble, uh, but... Uh, uh, which is another level of interesting that they have also so much apparent respect for. Her. But anyway, she talks about how like all of these officers and all this bullshit and she talks about how what you guys don't understand is in the same way that she went to the Pentagon and a desk to get as far away as she could from what she did in the war. She went to Bob to get as far away from the kind of people she knew in the war and then that horrific moment of of realization on her face when he turns and shoots Hildy. I'm sure my face in my living room here at home was exactly the same as hers. I was like, holy shit. Uh, but And then, of course, a moment later, I'm like, well, of course. There's no other way this could have ended. This is what they've been building to... And it was perfect. It was so good. Uh, I, I think that even the character like Paul, because we talked about the the uh, dynamic of of homosexuality with Archie, uh, and how Paul, I almost feel like Archie understands that Paul. Paul almost doesn't even care that he's specific specifically about his sexuality it's it's this pure demonstration of paul as like pure unbridled xenophobia right it doesn't matter how you're different than me if you're different i hate you uh and it's uh, uh there's so much of what they do there uh that i i thought was uh there are so many layers uh, of th- mm-hmm. this movie is so much smarter than I ever would have expected and so much deeper than I ever would have expected from that goofy-ass poster they made for it, (laughs) which, don't get me wrong, is a fantastic poster. I love it, but it says something completely different than what I got, and maybe that was part of the gimmick anyway. Speaking of that poster, there's that creepy-ass ghost hand. I love the ghost effects in this movie. There are these like old school, almost like uh, it, it like Ghostbusters sort of projection. Th- it's the same style of effect that they used in those movies. I loved it. I thought it was so great.
0: The ghost. Yeah. A great segue into my question for you, and I okay. have a very strong opinion uh, slash answer for the question I'm about to ask you. Hilde spent the entire movie being this innocent bystander who was drugged into this whole thing and was about to die because of xenophobia and the fact that these people can't just let the war be gone and can't just move on and can't accept that you know german people might just like you know be citizens um and regular everyday people like they have to be the enemy did Hilde kill uh the woman you're uh, goddamn right she did Yes, she did.
1: You're yeah. goddamn right she did. And she did it because she was a terrified mother who is suddenly being harassed by these these military heroes of, of some sort uh, as Germans in the immediate post-World War II world. Yeah, she absolutely killed that crazy bitch.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this movie just it tells you that both Bob and Hildy, the most innocent people in this scenario, you would think that they do exactly what the other uh, veterans do, which is when you're put in a situation where you feel like you have to protect yourself or your loved ones, you might do terrible things. And the fact that that turns around at the end is... Just, this script is so fucking good. Ted, I am yeah. going to Google how to say your last name because I think I love yeah, you and I need to know how to pronounce it.
1: It's <laughs> so great. Uh, I also, of course, there's the uh, the repeated motif of that thing that, that Paul said repeatedly and then uh, Marla says at the end where the question is asked, or somebody says, uh, the war's over, and the response is, says who? Is it? And that overall implication of like, even those war conflicts are a projection and an extension of xenophobia, right? In a lot of ways. Uh, That so much of this is just this... Like, this movie is so much abstractly about the fear of the other... While also specifically being like anti war and anti, uh, you know, what that can do to people, what the military industrial complex can do to people, that like, th- that it functions on those two levels. I, I just, I cannot say this movie is perfect for a person like me. It's character driven, it's plot driven, everything dovetails together. There's not a wasted minute. It's so good. I love this movie is about the story it tells. It's not about being flashy in any other way than just a good fucking story told well.
0: I love squelching subtitles. I'm not <laughs> Are you talking right about
1: now? the one I think you are?
0: Uh, probably not because the one squelch that I caught And I was going to ask you after two viewings to get me if you caught them at any others. The one I caught was not the The one that I would have thought... Yeah, okay, you did. Yes! The movie, even in how much I love any subtitle that has the word squelch, the one thing despite everything else going on in the movie is radio squelches and that's where you're going to give me this movie subverts all my expectations even as far as squelching subtitles are concerned that was so Um, great God, the practical effect of him just bashing his face into the table repeatedly. I was just about to talk
1: about that. I was going to say we can't end this without talking about uh, Hawk coming back from the dead, possessed by Because that's the thing. We've been talking about all the drama of this movie, but meanwhile, they are still trapped in some seance dimension. The doorway is open to the spirit realm. Weird shit continues to happen on and off. Uh, And uh, when he bashes the fuck out of his face on that, he just keeps slamming and slamming. And his face just gets more and more and more fucked up. I was like, God, would you please stop? It was fucking great, but gross. Oh, my God.
0: The thing I love about that effect is, first off, just A-plus practical effect. It was great. Um, But then when he's finally done and he's just sitting back and you're – taking in the carnage of what he has done to his own face Uh, right as it's getting to the moment where I stop just being in the moment and start thinking how did they do that is that a mask is it him with lots of makeup the eye blinks and I just love that detail for people like me who were like oh so it's not just a mask Uh, it might be an animatronic of some sort or like a puppet kind of situation which is what I think it is I don't think it's him in makeup though I am very curious but the fact that they add a little blink so it's like I don't know for sure. Thank you. Yeah, movie. I imagine it's probably a so combination
1: of things, right? Yeah. Like I like the first few hits might be him in makeup.
0: Oh and yeah, then I meant the very should, last one. Oh god, that yeah, that
1: last one is
0: fucking Ooh. carnage. Like he
1: fucked his face up. Oh my god. Oh
0: god, this movie.
1: Yeah, this, this movie, movie was uh, was super super good. I uh, I'm glad we got to see it. Uh, do you, by chance, off the top of your head, Michelle, remember what the last double five we had was?
0: Mm, no, but I can. I tell can you find out real I, quick. It was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that doesn't really. Count.
1: Right, I'm bringing up the we double five. We even had a double list.
0: five since last. Uh, Tigers Year. are not afraid. Was
1: a double five.
0: Oh, but I meant like of our new releases. Uh, Resurrection. Uh, Resurrection. Yeah, uh, Resurrection was the, was
1: the last one. So that ago. was way back in February, I think.
0: Yeah. Although or no, Resurrection was and- back
1: at the end of last year. I was thinking a nocebo Jesus. for some reason. Yeah, Resurrection goes oh, all yep. the way back to last year.
0: Yeah. We, we've agreed a lot in 2023, apparently, which right. uh, is weird. Um, let's go back to having lots of arguments. Um, uh, maybe our, maybe our
1: in a weird way, our horror fan tastes are syncing up uh, the way uh, uh, people with ovaries will have their cycles
0: sync up. I was also going to make the same comparison, which is creepy. We're syncing <laughs> up, JD. <laughs> Our ovaries are communicating to one another.
1: I'm going to start well, doing that. By the way, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, like I'm not even going to use. Like biologically male or anything, I'm gonna say people with ovaries and people without <laughs> ovaries. That's that's the way I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna go. Oh, that's
0: the binary world that you're. Yeah, I'm not, I'm the not rest even gonna go
1: uh, with genitalia. I'm going look. There's people with but ovaries like, and there's I people have without with just ovaries. Just one
0: ovary. Where do they fit on your binary scale of how? What people who've must
1: had their ovaries into? surgically removed?
0: No, just one ovary.
1: Well, that's I mean fit? it's an ovary, right? I mean, clearly there are a step below full pure blood two ovary women. Oh, wow. Jesus. What I did can't I can't believe
0: you're going wow. about pure blood about the ovary. Oh my god. so
1: That was not <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of first year Edge Lord open mic stand up comedian yeah. JD oh, sneaking god. back out of me there for a minute. I'm sorry. Oh guys. my god.
0: Guys, I have it, gone back recently to reread some of my open mic notebooks, and oh, I do not I said think some, you should ever do ugh, that.
1: JD of 13 <sighs> years ago when he first started doing stand-up comedy was a real piece of garbage in a lot of ways.
0: Anyway, Well, according to Brooklyn45, you can still be a good person afterwards, even if you've done terrible open mic things in the past. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, guys, anyway.
1: honestly, if if you haven't seen the movie yet, Again, uh, the there aren't a lot of moments of incredible violence and gore, but the ones there are are real fucking intense. Uh, so be prepared for that. Uh, and the uh, there is some some derogatory, homophobic, and racial language used uh, throughout the movie that uh, is, you know. Again, I I think you know, and uh, from my cishet male perspective I think I understand what they were doing with it uh, but of course it's up to you to determine whether or not uh, it, it it's effective in the way uh, it was intended. Um,
0: it I am so thrilled I got to see this movie, and I
1: just I I wish it would have gotten the opportunity to get a bigger push. But I also understand why it couldn't. I do honestly believe this is a movie that's going to get a lot of word of mouth, and will be mm-hmm. like I think this is going to be on a lot of people's best of 2023 lists. Yeah, I
0: always. I am very entertained reading reviews after I watch a movie on Shudder because the Shudder audience uh, can be a little picky about what they do or do not enjoy. And if there is drama involved, the reviews tend to be just negative in general because they're like, this is a drama. This isn't horror, even if there's a lot of horror elements. So I expected to see a lot of reviews along those lines. And no, people seem to love it and i am really hoping the word gets out and then we get more of this writer director man named jeff whose last name i have not heard pronounced before oh, but yeah, i will and, go and figure i don't it know out, if you've looked at shit.
1: his uh, uh at his uh filmography oh, I definitely did yes. uh but there are plenty of movies on there that i recognize uh he's he's mm-hmm. written more things than he's directed uh but there's uh like the one that jumped out to me immediately is he uh uh, he gets story writing credit for a movie called Satanic Panic uh, that I really enjoyed uh, because I'm a crazy 80s heavy metal fan and and Dungeons and Dragons, and I, I was super, super young, but I do remember the Satanic Panic era. Uh, he wrote uh, uh, We Are Still Here. Have you seen We Are Still Here, Michelle?
0: That's the one title on his list that sounded familiar to me. Um, and I feel like I have, but I would have to go back and watch it. I'm pretty sure um, that's also on Shudder now familiar. that I think
1: about it, but uh
0: I know it's on prime right now because I had added it to my list to check out. Nice. nice. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm definitely
1: yeah, gonna be yeah. checking out more of of, of Jeff's stuff. Uh, this you mean is Ted? uh this movie just blew me the hell but, away.
0: You called him Jeff. His Z- name is Ted. Ted His last Jeff. name is like Jeff again. I don't Get, know. Golf. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. Anyway, we'll figure it out because we have we have a new. Uh, Whatever your name is, Ted, we Jeff, we favorite.
1: loved your movie. We loved it.
0: <laughs> Jeff Tedigan.
1: <laughs> right. Jeff Tedigan. That, that'll be his name forever now. We'll tag him on Twitter.
0: Even though at the beginning of this episode, uh, we said that we respect names, so throw back on that note. Should we <laughs> do our plugs? Let's come on. People on know that
1: we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What um, do we have to plug?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, I I was Facebook, trying to think of like a Instagram, or Twitter, and sink.
1: TikTok at We Watch Shutter on all four of those. Yeah. Check out our website, wewatchshutter.com which includes a variety of things, including the squelch files, which will soon include uh, 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 an radio image squelches. of radio squelching from Brooklyn 45. Michelle, how many squelch pictures are up there at this point?
0: I have not made any progress since the last time you asked me. I am still just a little over 500. I am ashamed. Um, I have a long list. I just, I know the subtitles exist out there, but I can't get them to work on the platforms. Fucking SpongeBob. I'm still so mad about SpongeBob. We won't get into it. <laughs> So many squelches and subtitles, or squelches and SpongeBob, and none of the fucking subtitles work God on Paramount it, or Pants, whatever else Peacock, whatever else SpongeBob um, is on. I wherever
1: you listen to like us, that. guys, if you could throw us a rating and a review, even even just you know if you click a number of stars, I on look, I would appreciate it if it was a positive number of stars. But even if you could just give us some kind of review or feedback, we very much appreciate that. Uh, If there are, we you know, some weeks there aren't uh, new releases for us to talk about, so we go back and pick up archive titles uh, from Shudder. We try to stick to the originals and exclusives, but it's not an absolute necessity. If you have something you'd like to maybe hear us talk about in one of those off weeks, shoot us a message on any of those social medias. We got an email address, mail at wewatchshudder.com. Let us know what you'd like to uh, hear us talk about. Uh, And we will probably do that. I believe we've fulfilled every request we've received to date.
0: There is one on the backlog, but it's because it was a friend of yours who half-assed said, eh, you should check this out sometime and not an official request. So I have one on my list, but every other thing, hell yeah. We, we will, we love requests. Um, We love to hear what you think is worth checking out because there is a lot of gold out there in horror land.
1: All right, well, we've taken up almost an hour of these people's time here today, Michelle. I think we had a lot of good things to talk about. I think it's if we were going to do damn near an hour, this was the one. What a fantastic movie. I'm definitely going to be recommending this to as many people as possible. I'll probably watch it two or three more times before uh, uh, the end of the year. Uh, I I very much expect this to be on on my end of the year top ten for sure.
0: Of course, it got five from both of us. It was right. already on my list that I have started of best movies of 2023. So For sure. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Thank
0: you so much for tuning in to We Watch
1: Shudder. We'll be back again. I, it, it, at the very soon. least, it'll very be a week. Or, at the, uh, or no more than a week. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Say goodnight, Michelle.
0: <laughs> Good night, Michelle.